season real quickly, your thoughts. You have never seen any player in the entire country play as hard as I will play the rest of the season. And you never see someone push the rest of the team as hard as I will push everybody the rest of the season. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season. We hand it off to All right, Parker, how you holding up? Give it to me. How's the how's quarantine going? I'm gonna be real, dude. So I've been pretty busy for work, but over the last couple of days, I mean, I've still been kind of busy, but I don't know what it is. Like, I was, you know, a lot of people have been talking about how bored they've gotten, and I've just been like, you know, it hasn't been that bad. I started some yard work projects, but now, now it's hit me, bro. I started, yeah. I started Road to Glory on NCAA 14, so that's helped pass the time a little bit. <laughs> I'm in. I won the state championship. I was going to choose some other schools, but I just had to choose Florida since I hadn't played in a while. So I'm a freshman right now. Just beat UGA, you know. Um, so we trying our best, bro. We it's a good thing. It's a good thing you're doing that on the game because it's been a while <laughs> since y'all did that on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Man, it's, it's, been, it's been a minute, bro. It's been it a minute been. since we recorded. I had a baby and life was getting crazy, so we put a pause on it. So I could get into the rhythm. Now that we're in the rhythm, we can get back to this thing. New house, new baby. Yep. Not a new house yet, but we did a bunch of renovations and now we're getting ready to buy a house. Life is life doesn't slow down. That's for sure. Even amidst quarantine, it, it don't slow down much. Speaking nah. of all this quarantine stuff, let's talk about how this is gonna affect college football. Cause it's gonna even even if the season happens, which pray I'm like I'm praying to the Lord Jesus that the season happens. It's still going to affect it. So so what are some of the effects you think we're going to see? So right now, I don't know. I think it's tough because the difference is, is that I was reading a stat that that 75% of the revenue that college football generates is from ticket sales. And I think for the NFL, it's only 15% of their revenue and it's all TV deals. Yeah. So the NFL can carry on. I mean, the NFL yep. doesn't need fans in the stadium. They just need the TV deals, so that's fine. And and um, but college needs the ticket revenue. So number one, is it a? Are we going to have games at all? Number two, is it? Are we going to have games in the, with fans in the stadium? And for me, I kind of hope it's if it's not like I know as crazy as this sounds because I love college football and I would say I want college football any like over anything in the world. I literally said to uh, my girlfriend's mother the other day, I was like, I will literally like jump off a balcony. There's no college football. <laughs> but the thing is, is that like, I'd rather have no college football than college football with no fans in the stadium. As crazy as yeah. that sounds, I I'd know, rather wait sense. a year. I'd it rather wait sense. a year. Because my, my father-in-law said, my father-in-law is a big Donald Trump fan. And he said, uh, he said, he said, if there's no college football, he'll assassinate Donald Trump. What the? <laughs> Bro. He said, if, bro. he said, if Trump doesn't find a way to make college football happen, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> bro, if college football doesn't happen, the South will rebel, bro. The, the South will march on D.C., bro. Bro. But, I think – well, the NCAA – you know, the, I was surprised by this. The NCAA said if there are not students on campus, there will yep. be no sports. Yep. I'm really surprised by that because, as we all know – the NCAA is an organization that only the cares business. about one thing, and that thing is money. Exactly. So I'm interested to see what they do. I wonder if they'll stick to that, what they'll do to get around it. I mean, because so, 
there's already so much changing with with like oh the likeness you can be paid for your likeness and stuff now and then college basketball we're starting to see guys be like bro i'm just gonna go to the g league like yeah i know college so this is a really weird time for college sports anyways so this coronavirus stuff is making that even more so the case yeah i mean i don't think like like basketball is a little bit different i mean it's one and done um plus like the difference between a 18 year old basketball player and an nba player is not like i mean it's not significant as if you you take like an 18 year old middle linebacker versus an nfl middle linebacker you're looking at a completely different so i mean college football there will never be anything i don't think that i mean you know you see like the xfl and um other stuff but it'll never it's never going to be like the g league or you know i know basketball is trying different stuff for that it's never going to be like that um but separate from that i i mean if i was a betting man i'd say that we have college football this season but as the weeks go on i get more weary and weary so who the freak knows but and let's let's be clear here if college football folds all of college sports folds. well that's what that's i mean look College football produces like what, like 80, 80, depending on the school, I guess. But I mean, you're talking 80 to 90 percent of, of the college athletics revenue. Bro, my athletic director in high school straight up told me like face to face said, if football wasn't the first sport of the year, we couldn't afford to do the rest of the sports. Yeah, because you make so much money in football season. And then that goes to pay for baseball and girls basketball and soccer. And like, I mean, let's I mean, let's just be real. Even, you know. In, in the college, in amateur sports especially, football is the only sport people really care about. Like, yeah, yeah, people like college basketball, but if you're talking the difference in how many people pay attention to college football versus college basketball, it's not even close. Um, well, I mean, the difference is, is like college football, everyone has their eye glued to the TV, you know, weeks one through 15. Yeah. College basketball, they have March Madness. Yep. That's it. Like, if college basketball without March Madness is is just terrible. Nothing. So, um, but I mean, this, I mean, I guess we could talk about kind of what would kind of our takeaways and how it affects, I guess, some of the programs if the season does. Well, the, before we do that, the other thing I want to talk about is they've been saying that maybe the season will be shortened and they'll only do conference games. So what does the season look like in that scenario? Stupid. Yeah. I mean, I like the, I, I like it, but I don't like it. And the fact that, like, I mean, yeah, I could deal without, like, Florida and Alabama and Georgia playing, like, you know, Texas Christian High School yeah. that first weekend or second weekend of the year. But, like, think about, like, all the cool non-conference matchups that happen throughout the year. Well, you know why I like it, don't you? Probably because Georgia plays uh, Virginia Tech. Who do they no, play? They play Virginia first week of the season but I mean, that's, that's you know easy. you know who i why well, i like is because they would probably do an expanded playoff if it was only oh yeah 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 this is kind of what i hope happens i hope that they have to shorten the season so they shorten it right and then they do conference games and they do a 12 team playoff and that playoff is amazing and they're like we we gotta do 12 team playoff from now on you know no what, matter I- what you know what cracks me up about you is that what? you like you don't look at it from this perspective, 
but this is essentially like what it is is that you look at it as like oh small schools can have a chance but you realize that if the ncaa ever doesn't expand a playoff it's for money and you like hate the ncaa i know bro so like it's, hard. it's kind of like it's a double-edged sword bro it is <laughs> like, it is the only reason that the ncaa would go to a, a expanded playoff platform this this season is if they if to get more money it would to, make up to, the games they lost like yeah. if they had to shorten the season it'd make up the games they lost right but here's here's the you're talking thing. about. Also, you got to think this one thing before we move on is that you always talk about all these small schools and how you you know all these small schools get paid yep. you know half a half a mil to play these schools. What happens if they don't play them? I mean, they would still play them. Like it still gives you a chance of. No, but I'm saying like if you're only playing conference games. Oh, I don't know. That's that's tough. So I'm saying like that's the tough. teams who are banking on making half a million dollars from playing the University of you know Texas A and M. Well, that's the other reason they'd have to do an expanded playoff. They might even have to – okay, if there's only conference games, they might would have to do every conference champion gets in because those teams would then have a chance to make up that revenue with TV deal money in the playoff games. Um, you see what I'm saying? Like, Because you're right. Those small teams make bank by playing those big teams in the beginning of the year. So – they, that's a lot of money those schools are losing. Some of those teams might fold their programs without that money. That's what I'm saying. Like honesty, teams like UAB and stuff like that, like they bank off making – I mean, that's what funds their well, programs. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The NCAA should be spending more money to help those schools out. Like Should. They, should. But okay, they're not. So yeah, what college they football as a whole, college sports as a whole is – the simple fact is all of us have made a deal with the devil. Point blank period. We've all agreed to just let the NCAA do whatever they want, be however crappy they want, because we love the product, right? It's kind of like Apple. Like, let's be real. All of us know that Apple is doing some shady stuff in other countries in order to make these smartphones, right? All Looks of us like know Nike. that. Nike yeah, exactly. shop, bro. All, all of us know that. But do any of us quit wearing Nike? Do any of us quit using Apple iPhones? And iMac? I'm on an iMac right now. Bro, so still, we all have people, made a deal with the devil, and that devil's name is the NCAA. And we're willing to, you know, look the other way if it means we get college football. Yeah. That's just the simple truth. And so I think that this might lead to a place where the NCAA is going to have to make some changes to save the the model that they use right now. And maybe people will be like, "Wait, so you're telling me all these all these teams are going to fold?" And not what's be. Crazy, what's crazy is I don't think we realize the damage that not having a college football season, like we do, but we don't. And the fact that like you're talking about thousands of people losing their jobs. You're yeah, talking billions about, of dollars, literally billions, billions of dollars lost, thousands of people losing their job. I mean, think about how many people ESPN would just ESPN would probably lay off. Then you got, then you have, I mean, the, first of all, I mean, out of a job. Nah, bro. Tim Tebow, dude, he'll get like a region, Regents Bank endorsement. He'll be fine. What are you talking he about? Could, Tebow could literally just tour the state of Florida for the rest of his life and make bank. Yeah, he's set, bro. He lives in Jacksonville. He lives in Jacksonville? Yeah, you didn't know that? Bro, imagine if you sold a house to Tebow, how much money you would make. Yeah, his house is – I've seen <laughs> pictures of his house. His house is worth like $5 million. That's ridiculous. So $5 million I'd make uh, – Five million on a five million dollar house, I would make uh, thirty sixty. I would make like seventy five thousand dollars just in one in house. one go. 
Yeah. Just in one shot. Pow. Hey, the most uh, I've sold a $1.5 million house before, though, too. So, I mean, we're close to that Tebow level, bro. But, hey. I'm sorry. but listen. Daily this, enterprises. <laughs> look me up, bro. Buy or sell a house, Jacksonville. <laughs> pew, pew. No, I'm just playing. But the thing is, is um, like you're looking at so many people. And secondly, who knows if Lee Corso is going to live another year, bro? I mean, we're talking about. Hey, is, I hope that man doesn't get coronavirus because it's oh, dude. Oh my Lou gosh. Holtz. If Lou Holtz gets coronavirus, is Nah, Lou Holtz. I'm going to be real, though. Yeah, Lou Holtz is definitely dead. The man can't even talk without having some respiratory problem. But listen, Lee, Lee, Lee Corso, if we lose that man because of the coronavirus, oh, my gosh. You're talking about – you're talking about – You the know South. there would be a meme. You know there would be a meme of, like, the mascot head thing where the mascot head he puts on, somebody photoshops that, the coronavirus. Or, like, or like, like a mask. Not even a mask. <laughs> Have you seen, like, the images of the actual oh, coronavirus? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to photoshop it on the, one of the mascot heads we, and he puts it on. He's we're like, terrible. <laughs> we were joking about Lee Corso's death to the coronavirus. Bro, you should go to hell just for laughing at this Bro, right now. You have That to. is an American hero, an American gym. That's American. Listen, that's man. the Betty White of college football. <laughs> the Betty Dude, we should make shirts that are Lee Corso's face, and it says the Betty White of college football. <laughs> if I could, if I could set up one couple, it would be Betty White and Lee Corso. Do you, do you think about how cute of a couple that would be? Oh my goodness. We would have oh. to protect them at all costs. All right. So how about this? Is what I was thinking. Obviously, this stuff. Like yesterday, Georgia did like a virtual G day. I so, didn't really get that. So this is what happened. Notre Dame, the Notre Dame Georgia game was replaying on ESPN yesterday from this past season. Okay. So that what they did is they said we want all the fans to watch the replay of the Notre Dame Georgia game, and then Kirby is going to live tweet through it, and like the whole Georgia community is going to be on Twitter at the same time. So Kirby was like tweeting. Yeah. He was tweeting like play by play stuff, like oh we called this blitz here, and I really liked what Tate Crowder did here and stuff like that. Right? It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And it was just a way for them to try to, like, do something because G-Day is a big day, right? Like, everybody yeah. – like, last year there was, like, 90,000 people at G-Day. Um, so they were just trying to, like, do a community thing. So, obviously, spring training is not happening. So how does that affect teams? What teams does it affect the most? The first thing I thought of was new coaches. Like, imagine being the new guy oh, at a know. school and no spring training. I'm trying to think of all the new coaches. So you have Lane Kiffin, Mike Mike Leach. Uh, you have uh, what's that guy's from Missouri? Drinkowitz or whatever. Eli, yeah. freaking Dinkwitz. dopey. Drinkowitz. Yeah. Yeah. Tweedle D, Tweedle Dumb, whatever <laughs> his name is. And then you have, um, and then you have Sam Pittman. Yep. But I mean, I th- I know we were talking about some of the coaches in the West. It's kind of funny to think about now, but. But yeah, I mean, and then even you're thinking about <clears throat> the teams who have had to reload this offseason, getting no spring. You're talking about transfer quarterbacks that are coming in. Um, and then like, yeah, I mean, new coaches, whole new offenses, stuff like that. I mean, they're going to be Think about a quarterback tough. trying to learn the system and there's no spring training. Well, what's crazy about that is, is like, like even teams who, like I know we've talked, even teams who don't have a new head coach, for example, Georgia. Like Georgia is bringing in a whole new offensive coordinator, a whole new offense, a a brand new quarterback. So it's like, I mean, their defense, the good thing that their defense, of course, is going to be probably the best in the nation and that Kirby Smart is, is a great defensive mind, but, but their offense is going to be, is going to be probably lackluster 
are even I mean, even if they come out and they start firing on, you know, firing away in the first couple of games, they're still probably not going to be reach their full potential. Yeah, it's going to take, even, time. It's gonna take yeah. time for them to get like settled in. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, it, it sucks. I know, yeah, I think uh, Georgia and Alabama are two of the teams that it has like, <clears throat> obviously there's some teams like Vanderbilt, like is missing spring training really going to make Vanderbilt that much worse? Probably not. They're yeah. Vanderbilt. But like as far as high profile teams in the SEC, I think Georgia and Alabama stand to lose a lot with this situation, with there being no spring. Obviously, you touched on Georgia having a new offensive coordinator, transfer quarterback coming in that everybody thinks is going to be the starter. Um, and but then Alabama, you know, is kind of reloading without Tua and uh, you know, really so, having to do some new things. And and this is this might be, you know, a lot I've heard even Bama fans saying like this might be a down year for them in terms of expectations and that sort of thing so let me let me ask you this then as far as sec teams go who would probably be like your top two or three teams that benefit or maybe if you just want to do top team that benefits and top team that doesn't benefit from like like for like give me a couple teams that you think benefits the most as far as being one step ahead of everybody coming back from this thing and teams who are are behind i mean Um, we we definitely already talked about this but i think the you know, after talking to you the other day and really thinking about it, like Florida is definitely like the least affected team by this, in think, my opinion, just I, with Kyle Trask returning and, and that sort of thing. I think the probably two teams that are least affected by it are probably Florida and um, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of stuck between uh, Texas A&M but, and Auburn, but I think Auburn probably, to me, it's yeah. Florida and Auburn because you're looking at – you know, not much as changing personnel-wise, especially on offense for both teams. I know f- f- the same problem for both teams is that they're losing defensive linemen. Uh, I know Auburn's losing Marlon Davis and Derek Brown, who are going to be amazing draft picks, and Derek Brown's top top ten draft pick. And then Florida's losing, uh, you know, uh, Jonathan Gennard, who's leading sack leader in the SEC, and some other guys. But um, but I feel like Auburn and Florida. With Kevin Steele as their defensive coordinator, they shouldn't have an issue. And I feel like um, the guys who they have in the draft and their uh, recruiting class, I, I don't – I mean, in the SEC, it's so easy to reload. And especially I feel like Florida's always been re- been able to reload on D-line. So uh, I would say Florida and probably Auburn. Um, and then I'd say probably the teams that are affected the most, I'd probably go – I mean, it's tough because there's – I mean – I mean, other than the new, I would say pretty much all the new head coaches. I mean, Mike Leach, Lane Kiffin. um, I don't think Lane Kiffin will be affected as much because, like, there's really not that much expectation at Ole Miss. And I think that, like, he's got solid, somewhat solid players there. I know they have pretty decent quarterbacks, so I think he could do a little something with them. Um, I do feel like the teams that are probably hurting the most are going to be, I mean, you're looking at, the top dogs in the SEC the past three years, Alabama, uh, LSU, and Georgia. Yeah, they're all having to re- they're all having to reload brand new. I mean, you look at even, I mean, it's the same story with LSU every year, new coordinators, all that stuff. And but you're I mean, you're literally looking at the same same story between all three. You're looking at Georgia and LSU. They've had they've completely. I mean, LSU didn't get rid of their offensive coordinator per se, but Joe Brady, who was essentially the mind behind I mean, the offense, basically, time. yeah, yeah, basically. And so you're looking at they're losing a Heisman can't they're losing the Heisman winner the number one overall draft pick and they've lost 
You know, they lost their defensive coordinator. I think didn't uh, didn't didn't they lose their defensive coordinator? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he took the job. Went to like Hawaii. Oh, was it Baylor? Baylor. Baylor. I don't know why I thought Hawaii, but yeah, they're both green. Yeah, I don't know. He looks kind of Hawaiian to be honest, but (laughs) he does. But they, but I mean, they're losing. They're losing essentially their offense coordinator, defense coordinator, and their starting quarterback who just won the Heisman as their first overall draft pick. So we'll really we'll see how Edo can can do without that. And so I think LSU definitely is going to be affected majorly by this. Then you're looking at Georgia who's implementing a new offense, implementing a new offense with a transfer quarterback and bringing whole new offensive staff in pretty much. Uh, and then good thing their defense is probably going to allow like six points yeah. a damn game. And then you're looking at Alabama, who it's the same story with them every every year. Um, but you know we're talking about is you know everyone's been been lingering this question over the past two to three years. Oh, is Saban declining? What's going on? Is he going to retire? What's going you know? So who knows? But yeah, I think the team it affects most is LSU, um, and this is why. Because that offense isn't easy to learn. All we heard about last year and all we've heard, you know, from NFL people talking about Burrow is how great of a mind he has and how good he is, you know, with making reads and looking downfield and all those things. And last year they just raved about how he just knew the offense so well. And this isn't an easy offense to run. And you got to, you know, be the perfect quarterback to like make it work and everything. And so now you've got these guys who have little experience playing in college that are supposed to be learning this offense right now and they're away from their coaches um and you know not at the school and not with their teammates so to me and they lost their d coordinator like we talked about they lost joe brady so to me lsu is probably affected the most and then alabama and georgia behind them for sure i think the middle of the road guys it doesn't really affect them as much um maybe south carolina is going to be affected because they've got mike bobo coming in um but like kentucky and vanderbilt and some of those teams tennessee i don't really see it affecting them as much as those other you know teams that we talked about um the one thing i do think that this is also going to affect that we're going to notice is the transfer market um i don't think there's going to be as many transfers as we're used to seeing these days obviously mike leach tweeted out that meme that got people going crazy um, for people who don't know, he tweeted a meme that was a lady that was tying a noose, and it said something like, uh, two weeks into uh, court or self- social distancing, and I come home to see my wife making this. So he no, no, it was, ju- uh, it was a, um, it was after two weeks in quarantine, I've made my husband a new tie, and it was yeah, a, yeah. it was a noose, yeah. So, so he was making a joke like his a wife wanting to kill her husband, but obviously we live in America. He teaches or he coaches a team in the South. So there's racial connotations within the image of a noose, no matter what. And so we saw that he's in Stark, Mississippi. Yeah. Which is predominantly black African-American community. Um, And obviously, I mean, you coach in the SEC, you coach college football, your team is full of African-American kids. Right. So it's a bad culture. So Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a bad look, and he already had a senior, you know, or a junior or senior one. I can't remember what year that kid was. That already announced he's going to transfer, and he's going to probably end up using that to get immediate eligibility. But that's a weird situation that happened over Twitter. Sometimes in the spring, we see transfers where guys realize they're not going to start. They have a bad spring, things like that, and they transfer. I mean, think about it this way. Florida last last spring yeah, literally had – last spring had Chris Steele – and then um, 
Oh uh, gosh, what was his freaking? How can I forget his name? He's actually good. Jalen Jones, who was a yeah. uh, highly uh, touted pr- quarterback prospect. Uh, both transferred in the spring. One because Chris Steele was using it to get out because he wanted to go back to California regardless. Yeah, but we talked about used, that. Yeah, but I mean, he wouldn't have probably done that if he was on campus. But he also used it as a as his he used it as a eligibility thing because uh, Jalen Jones was on campus during the spring and was freaking I don't know like like sexually harassing some girl and got suspended. So I mean, yeah. Who knows? Kids are well, stupid. Well, what about um? I mean, uh, LeBrent Cox transferred to you guys last spring. Yeah, I mean, he exactly. left Georgia and went to you guys after like, some of the stuff think- that happened this spring. So exactly. So I mean, and the kids who are probably gonna people who would transfer from in the spring that weren't gonna star are just trying to you know thought they had better options somewhere else are most likely just gonna ride out the season and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, because so, the season may not even happen. They may be given an extra year of eligibility. Um, yeah. I mean, that that could be there – are, there are guys who an extra year of eligibility might even make them NFL, you know, level prospects. Or give them a chance this, to be higher up in the draft. Believe it or not, you know a team who would probably benefit the most from a, um, from a year off with extra eligibility? eligibility? Georgia. You get a whole brand new year to introduce a brand new offense with a transfer yep. quarterback who's yep. just yep. getting yep. there. Yep. Yep. And I believe Jamie Newman's a graduate transfer, so he's only got one year eligibility, correct? Yeah. At Georgia. Yep. So essentially, and then you still get to bring out, bring back the best defense in the nation who you're probably going to lose, what, probably five guys this year? But here's the thing, Parker. How many of those, how many of these guys, if they're, let's say there's no season, how many of these guys are going to declare for the NFL draft next year? So this is what I'm asking. If there is no season, are they considered juniors? And like, there's so much. You know, it's, there's so much up in the air, man. Like we have there's no kids, idea. There's kids right now, like for example, there's kids right now that who who literally would probably hurt themselves by playing this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at. Uh, I mean, the, the biggest name that comes to mind, Trevor Lawrence. What does he have to prove? He would be the number one pick. Well, how many? I've, I've, we've talked about this before. How often? How soon till we see guys just sit out their final year, where they have a great soft, maybe like Trevor Lawrence starts freshman sophomore year, and goes, ah, bro, I'm just gonna sit out this junior year. I don't think that like, I don't think that will happen. Why? Because Why if not? anyone, because if anyone was ever gonna do it in the history of college football, who would have done it this past season? Who? Tua. Yeah, that's true. And he did it. That's true. And to a, I mean, yeah, he hurt his draft stock, but you see, you see kids who do play and that are really good, and and they enhance their draft stock. So, and even in bowl games, like Cha- Chauncey Gardner for the Gators, I mean, he could have been probably, uh, you know, fourth or f- fourth or fifth round pick, went and played in the bowl game and had two interceptions and a pick six and played a phenomenal against Michigan and and ended up getting draft like third round, early third yeah. round, and now is a starter for the Saints and's balling out. So it's like, yep. You know, it's a it's a it's a blessing and a curse, but I don't think it'll ever happen. I just think that if you know, like, I don't think it'll ever come to that. I mean, you're gonna have the the sum the some of the guys who I don't think this is the thing. You're gonna have guys who will probably sit out like a Chase Young, um, who played DN, and you're like, oh, that sucks. But like, that'll probably be like the guys who are gonna be the top three over. Like, you have to be a top three overall pick, and I don't think it'll ever be a quarterback. Yeah. Besides, who would want to draft a quarterback that would do that? 
That's you know how question. NFL teams are like Wonderlick and leadership and how they freaking take those little like tests. I was going to bring that up. Uh, did you see the Wonderlick rankings? Oh. Yeah, the two lowest scores were like two. got two the lowest score. Yeah, two got the lowest score. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. He Guess what? Guess what? Jake Fromm got. He got the highest score. He got 34. I know. I think he got second. I thought one guy got hit ahead of him. Maybe I just saw SEC rankings or something. Yeah, like that. he was the highest in SEC. Somebody I don't know the guy's name, but somebody scored higher than him. And Joe Burrow was right behind Jake Fromm. Yeah, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, yeah, you want to have some type I mean, of it's a, bro. It's a test. No, no. I know. I'm not saying the test is bullshit. <laughs> I'm saying drafting someone off a of wonder lick is kind yeah. of retarded to me. Like in yeah, the fact they like, don't draft them off of that, but they do take it into account. Like they do take into like, account. Be real. Who would you rather have the quarterback on your football team? Two or Jake Fromm? Jake Fromm, baby. Shut the. Shut up, team, bro. Bro, bro. Tua gets hurt too easy. Okay, okay, okay. Take injury out of it. Just skill level. Skill level and brain. Who would you rather have on your team? I don't know about brain, but skill level from what I've seen him do, probably Tua. Oh yeah, probably. Shut the fuck up. This <laughs> <laughs> is so stupid, bro. Over for life. All right, what did Joe Burrow get? I don't know his exact score. You might can look it up real quick. Um, I just know that Fromm had the highest SEC grade than Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. Okay, who would you rather have, Joe Burrow or Jake Fromm? Bro, that's, that is like a dumb question because we know for a fact. What if you would have said, that's a dumb question, Jake Fromm? <laughs> <laughs> we know for a fact that based on recent outcomes, Joe Burrow – is who I would pick. But NFL scouts, they really like have a different way of looking at things because we've seen them draft people that we think are definitely not better than the other guys that they yeah. pass up. Look and at John he, Elway. His dumb ass drafts like all the six foot seven goofy looking like Paxton. I mean, think about this. Think about this. Johnny Menzel gets drafted. Blake Bortles gets drafted super high. And like, like those guys don't pan out. So the NFL scouts, they have a they look at things so differently than like the average person. And like even though you and me are like not your average football fan in the sense that we have a lot of football knowledge that your average fan doesn't, we still don't look at things the way NFL scout does. So you want to hear hot like, take? Joe Burrow, like I, like obviously people don't think this is gonna happen. Joe Burrow could easily be a bust. Oh no 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 no, that's what I was gonna say. Hot take. Joe Burrow's not the best quarterback in this draft. Who do you think is? Like. I think Justin Herbert, bro. Oh, I was going to say Herbert or Eason. Eason's kind of a sleeper, but I don't know if Eason's Eason there. is definitely a sleeper. I, I think like Eason's Herbert. the kind of guy that will get into the league and people will forget about him, and then somebody will get hurt. He'll come into a game, yeah, you over, tell you who that, and then he'll get made the guy. You want me to tell you who that is of this year's draft? Who? Jordan Love, Utah State. Yeah. Book it, bitches. Yeah. Bro, I should be a scout. I it's not that hard to freaking scout a freaking quarterback. I could do it. Are you kidding me? Let hire me NFL teams. I tell you what's bullshit. I'm a Panthers fan. Look, you don't give Teddy Bridgewater $60 million, you dumbass Carolina Panthers. I'm fucking done with this organization, bro. I know we're talking college football here, but fuck them. <laughs> Derek needs to have you on OTS or on the sidelines. Guys, the silent guys, just to rant about what's going on with Carolina. I will. It's a bunch of bullshit. Congratulations. You signed Christian McCaffrey. I, yes, I'm very happy about that. But look, let me tell you this. I'm a Panthers fan for sure, but I'm going to be honest. My heart's probably going to go where Cam goes. And let me tell you. Bro, Cam washed up. Oh, my God. You shut the fuck up. Listen, 
Cam's going to the Pats, baby. Belichick and Newton, dream team. We run the he back. He is not. He is not. If it happens, will you shit yourself? Oh, you're saying like you you want that to happen. You think that'll happen, bro? If you become a Patriots fan, I will not be your friend anymore. Why? Because they're the Patriots. Yeah, the best freaking football team in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Tom Brady. You know who's wa- talking about washed up? Tom Brady. Get out of here. <laughs> Who would you rather have on your team right now, Cam Newton or Tom Brady? Bro, you exactly. know Jay Miz. You know Jay Miz saw the the tra- uh, the trade thing or the signing of Tom Brady and was like, oh no. <laughs> oh, Jameis, I know, bro. Dude, honestly, hear me out. Hear me out. Jameis bro. goofy, but Jameis about to go off. Bro, Look let it. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Jameis, if we're talking in the league, there's a lot of guys. I don't want Jameis over a lot of guys. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Look, I'm just saying this. We got a completely different rampage here, but I am telling you this. You could look at the past quarterbacks in the past league, and I would have told you, yep, that quarterback, take him. That quarterback, don't take him. Like, who last year, what were the quarterbacks drafted? What would you have said about Tebow? Tebow? Well, first of all, Tebow didn't get his fair shake. I thought Tebow got drafted correctly. I wouldn't have drafted. Who was the quarter? Who was the quarterbacks in his draft class? I didn't I feel like know. there was a. Hold up, what was Tebow's draft class? I don't know. Let me look. All I'm saying is, I thought Tebow got drafted 25th overall. I feel like that's not bad, and he is a winner. He won a playoff game. John Elway's just a freaking jackass. Bro, I all always right. said Tebow should have got a better. Uh, all right, all right, hear me out. Let me, out. Hear me out. Let me say something. If yeah. Jay Cutler can have a full career in the NFL, then so could Tim Tebow. There is not a, a NFL player on the planet that I hate more than Jay Cutler. Okay, so listen, the quarterbacks that were drafted that year, the first overall pick in the draft was Sam Bradford. Are you shitting me? Tell me. Bro, tell me let me take some right hot now. take. Hot take. Sam Bradford is fire. He just can't not get hurt. Okay, well, hot take. When he was, when he was healthy for the Vikings a couple years ago, this man was going off. He was doing the most, and then he got hurt. Bro, he got one year. We've seen quarterbacks do that. Look at freaking uh, Case Keenum. He did it with the Vikings. Look at him now. He's freaking every time. No, no, no. Every time Sam Bradford's been healthy and gotten playing time, he's done well, and then he gets hurt. Not the same. Okay, you could say the same thing for any quarterback that has like. Except with Sam Bradford, I'm saying I think he had the talent level to be drafted first. He just gets injured. Case Keenum didn't have the talent level to be drafted first. Why are we talking about NFL? This is not an NFL podcast. All right. Anyways, let me get your – we can start wrapping it up here because this is obviously – we don't have tons of college football content, so it's a shorter episode. Percentage. Let me get your percentage on these things. Percentage that there is no college football season. Okay. Percentage that there is a college football season and we have – an altered schedule, either shortened or extended, something like that. And okay. then percentage, the other thing I want is percentage that they give us college football season and then to make up for no spring training, they allow the teams to meet midsummer, late summer, earlier than usual. So first okay. thing, what's your percentage that we don't have any college football season? 10%. That's just canceled altogether. 10% that is canceled altogether, that's so low. Yeah, I figured that was kind of high. Really? I think it's 50-50. Damn. I think it's you 50-50. Are, you're you're I know I know you, bro. You you're watching too much CNN, bro. No, I don't watch I don't watch the news. Stop I watching stop watching Kumo, bro. This it's, is why I think it's 50-50 because people are starting to like get tired of this social distancing thing and they're starting to like push for it to open. I think it's going to open and we might see another surge. And if that happens, 
it may not be like it may not get canceled because like oh it's so bad it may get canceled just because they're like oh we tried to open up there was another surge and we just gotta really like just say no matter what we're just gonna nix it all you see what i'm saying so like if Look, I will tell you this though. Even if they do open it up, I still think that like even if they allow fans, I still think that stadiums will not be as full this year because Definitely people will still. Not. But I Definitely. tell you what though, that's good news for the Florida Gators because we're the state of the dumbasses, baby. We don't give a fuck. Beaches open back True. up this week. We we packing ninety five thousand in the stands no matter what. Bro, I saw that. I saw beaches. I saw like the, that morning they said Florida governor considering opening beaches that yep. night. They're like oh. Florida. I know. I'm saying like. The morning they said he was considering it. That night they're like, he opened them. Be yeah. <laughs> back, bitches. Okay, so no. percentage that the there is a season, but it's altered, shortened, or done, something weird happens with the scheduling. Like, like just schedule. You're not talking like about if they just said you're not talking about they, practice schedule. You're talking about regular season. Yeah, schedule. regular season is adjusted 50, where there's if it does if it does happen 50-50. Okay, that's pretty good. I think it's I think it's around there. I think that the most likely thing to happen is that it happens. We do have college football, and the schedule's adjusted with only conference games, something like that. Okay. All right, so what are the chances that the NCAA allows teams to meet earlier than usual to make up for no spring training? 98%. Yeah, I think 100%. Like, yeah, if I don't know. I didn't want to go full. I didn't have big enough balls to go full 100, but You only I'm shaved thinking. 2% off. Like, All right, fuck it. 100%. 100%. You have, you're essentially just equivalently – you just said in a nice way, no balls, and you're right, 100%. All right, 100%. I think so. Like, if, if the season yeah, happens – Cut this out, 100%. Cut the first part out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, if the season happens, they got to give them an extension, right? Yeah, they have to. They have to, right? Perfect. Recruiting schedules get messed up. Like summers, there's no dead period in the summer, most likely. Yeah. Anyway, what was the last question? That was it. That was it. All right, let's wrap up with some shout outs. I, even if you don't have one, I can give you yours because you're about to get off of here and watch a, a documentary about them in about 15 minutes. Uh, my shout out is the NCAA. I'm actually surprised that the NCAA said no students, no sports. I was surprised by that. Are you uh, okay with that decision or not okay? With that I, I think it's the right decision. I like, I mean, to be fair, those kids play for a school. If they're not even allowed to go to school, then why should they be forced to show up for football to hold on to their scholarship? The NCAA should honor their scholarship and say, as long as you're not in school, your scholarship's not getting taken from you and you don't have to come play. Because how would it look to be like, you can't come to school because of the virus, but we want you to play football despite the virus? That would be kind of messed yeah, up. I feel like they know that they'll look like complete assholes. I hope and they know that. I mean, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care about looking like that. They Look, do they now, care. though. They do now. They don't. No, they don't. They, they care about their Ford. image. They care they about their Luke image. I, still, I'm, I can't get away from the fact they didn't give Luke Ford immediate eligibility, and he had family members who they had brain they issues. gave Tate Martell midget boy. I know. And he didn't even play. He didn't even play. I know. And he, tr- he didn't even transfer back home. He transferred to the other side of the country. You're freaking Miami Beach. He freaking just boats and hoes. All right. The worst. My shout out. I got two shout outs actually. Because okay. I wasn't. So number one, Michael Jordan. Because this docu series. Thank you to the goat for dropping the series. I'm so excited. Two. Uh, he's dropping first first two episodes tonight. 
y'all watch ESPN. Secondly, um, the this has nothing to do with college basketball, but I just want our college football. But I just want to shout this man out because I feel like he really like he gets a he's definitely the best at his job, and he's definitely the best sports commissioner. Shout out to Adam Silver, bro. I just think Adam Silver. Like I don't know why I'm thinking this right now. Adam Silver. Always on top of things, bro. I'm not even worried about the NBA. I just know that man's going to make the right decision. That bald-looking man who looks like a, a six foot seven Humpty Dumpty is going to take care of us. He's a beautiful mind, a beautiful soul. Adam Silver, shout bro, out. Bro, you must really love Adam Silver because you brought in a shout-out that had – like you – first off, both your shout-outs were about basketball. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Second off – These are the times we're living in. Second off – Adam Silver is a, probably the best commissioner that we have in professional sports, but I wish he'd figure out the China stuff because it's getting weird. It is getting weird, but guess what? What is he supposed to do? I don't know, man. You There's know a lot of people over there spending lots stuff? of money. You know who should have figured out the China stuff? LeBron James. <laughs> Screw you, LeBron James. The man didn't say anything. And you know who stepped up and said something about China? Daryl Morey, the Houston Rockets manager. Go Rockets. We don't fuck with communism. And all these people want to shit on the Rockets. Well, guess what? You're commie lovers. Okay? We deserve the NBA championship. The, even if the NBA season doesn't oh go on, they should God. just give us that for standing up to China. <laughs> also, I, I want to say one thing. Follow me on Twitter, at Parker Gailey, because I just put a great new poll on. I said, who would you want to narrate your life? Morgan Freeman, Matthew McConaughey, Anthony Hopkins, James Earl Jones. That that's, your, that's your Twitter content? Yeah, I thought that was pretty solid. That's Who pretty good. That's pretty good. Go um, Derek, come in on this. I want to get your options? opinion. What are the options? Who would you want to narrate your, your life? Morgan Freeman, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, Derek, I'm so ready. Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, are James Earl Jones. Who would I want? Yeah. Uh, so, for the record, I totally picked McConaughey, but I just said Anthony Hopkins. I think Derek certainly... loses his black card if he doesn't choose Morgan Freeman. No, James well, Earl Jones is black. I, I feel like Morgan black. Freeman's like the old black man. I will say this, though. I feel like yeah. the more black answer is James Earl Jones. I was actually going to say, Jim. I actually voted for really? James Earl Jones. I did. Yeah. Oh, there we go, Derek. I, but you know, but uh, if old, you think of old black man, old famous black man, is Morgan Freeman not the old famous black man? No, he, no he is. The, okay. The, okay. Well, but but James Earl Jones is. Well, actually, okay. Morgan Freeman is the the voice. Morgan Freeman is the. Yeah. It's the it's the African American version of Betty White. <laughs> Morgan Freeman is the African American actor version of Lee Corso. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same thing, but yeah. <laughs> no, but but I say James Earl Jones because of my um my love for Lion King and oh, okay. Mufasa, Darth Vader. Darth He's Vader. The King in coming He's... to America. He's everything. yeah. Is is he's the I he's can't. the voice in all of cinema like you you, you. i think i have to it's choose awesome. morgan freeman dude morgan freeman's great answer i told people are going to sleep yeah. on sir anthony hopkins if you don't know who that is that is hannibal lecter but he also yes. is like in transformers he's got an amazing voice but let me tell you matthew mcconaughey look no homo if you don't pop a ch half chub in those lincoln commercials are you kidding me Bro, chills every time. When he's talking about the smooth leather and the wilderness terrain of that in those Lincoln commercials, I swear on my life. 
Bro, he's uh, he's too big of a Texas fan for me to ever choose him. Hey, hook him horns. Enough. Bro, <laughs> let, this is a conversation for a different show, episode, but I'm tired of Florida fans rooting for all these other teams. Listen, like I actually really. have I have an ugly Christmas sweater of Matthew McConaughey yeah. that says hook him horns. Yeah, I know you do because Florida fans root for other teams for no reason. Like, they're their team. No. Like Are you, you and me Bryce Bryce Georgia? For, Are you, 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 and Bryce, you and Bryce rooted for LSU all last year. No, Mia, I did not. I rooted for LSU when they played Georgia and when they were in the national championship. What, bro? I just thought Joe Burrow was OG, bro. Get off me. Georgia fans, first of all, let me say this. I will get off this podcast. I apologize. But let me say this. This is a bunch of bullshit because, listen, Florida fans, Florida fans, we're true and true, bro. Listen, just we're the everything school. We get to vote. We get to go for a, a baseball we gotta go for our basketball. You know how many we get to go for our football. You know how many Georgia fans I know that are Kentucky and Duke basketball fans. Hop off my dick. I'm bro. talking about football. The only me? thing I care about is football. I don't watch any of those other sports. Exactly, Georgia fans. Why would I watch bro. baseball? Y'all are, baseball so scrub. Most, baseball y'all are so scrub. Bro. Thing that has ever happened. Georgia fans are so scrub, bro, because they like they're like they know their basketball team's ass, so they have to be like they have to be like, please, I have to go for one winning program. Duke. First off, the basketball team this year was really fun to watch. Yeah, and what did y'all do? Y'all weren't gonna, y'all were gonna make the NAIA at best. Get the hell out of here. The NAIA, first off, that's a different association. Oh, the NIT. My bad. The NIT. (laughs) See, no one even gives a shit about that tournament. I don't even remember it. Oh my goodness. All right, let's wrap this thing up. You need to go watch Michael Jordan. First of all, let me tell you guys. Spoiler alert: He wins. Before we go, before we go off this thing, if none of you guys have ever seen the face of Derek Myers. Holy shit. <laughs> 10 out of 10, baby. <laughs> My gosh. Derek, what's the what's the Facebook page? It's on the sidelines, right? Uh, uh well, on all social media platforms is OTS Guys. At okay, OTS Guys. And then the website is OTSGuys.com. What about the group, the community Facebook that we're all a part of, like how we met and everything? That's um, just on the sidelines, right? Yes. Yeah, on the sidelines group, yeah. Bro, let me tell you yeah. something. I told Derek that the very first time me and Derek had a conversation about doing a podcast or anything, I told him, like, the Facebook group is really something. Like, people really interact on there. There's, like, personalities and characters. Like, it's, like, a legit – like, a lot of Facebook pages, you join them, and there's no conversation, no nothing. Are you kidding me? On the sidelines is blowing up all the time. (laughs) Look, on the sidelines, there's no in-between with me and on the sidelines. You either love me or you hate me. This is how it is, bro. People (laughs) – Shout out to Cody Bilbrey. This man hates Parker. Like, no, yeah. are you kidding? They <laughs> all hate does. me, bro. They, no, I no, they all hate me. I have one supporter, and that's Marvo. Shout out my guy. <laughs> and that's bro. the person oh, that's that everyone supporter. else hates too. <laughs> bro, they're all a bunch of Steph Curry dick suckers. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> I know I'm getting bored, but they are, bro. Hey, what's there's another guy. There's the guy with the there's a guy that cuts the hair that hates me, and there's the guy that look there's a difference. The The guy that cuts the hair, I'll kind of fuck with, but one of the guys, one of the guys, I'm not gonna fuck with. He had his whole fucking head is tattooed. You don't fuck with people like that. (laughs) That's cool. I'm not gonna talk shit to someone who's had the balls to tattoo their whole fucking head. Is that Cody that has his head tattooed? Bro, that, the, per, the same person that tattoos their whole head is the same person that will drive six hours to come find me, okay? <laughs> that, yeah, I'm we'll, not risking we'll, it, we'll have to get you guys on the same uh, the same show one day. Oh, we'll let us set that up. <laughs> well, listen, guys. Y'all make sure to follow uh, OTS guys on everything. 
Um, you can and follow like, us on Twitter. Single content. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, join the join the Facebook group. It's fun times. Real fun times. I can tell you what. This is gonna get weird, but I can tell you what will get us more likes and content. Just a picture of that beautiful mug that Derek's got. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. I'm, right, I'm going to wrap up here and help out my wife for a little bit. All right. See y'all. All right. See you, fellas. All right.